the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Have you registered yet for the uh, prophetic conference, which is going to be held on September 29th at 7 o'clock and Saturday in the morning, we break for lunch, and then it will end probably about 4 or 5 p.m. Seating is limited. You can register by going to our website, www.sogmi.org. Again, it's www.sogmi.org and click events. For those who already registered, God bless you. Looking forward to meeting you in person and to share the thus saith the Lord. Seats are filling up fast. Exciting things are happening. And if we do not focus on what God is saying to the church, some of us might get swept away with the challenges we are facing right now. If we're not going to focus on our Lord Jesus Christ and how faithful and how awesome and loving he is, we might give in to fear and compromise. But these are exciting times. I am so excited in spite of everything because God is still on the throne. Also, we will pick up and continue our fundraising sale events. And for this month, it will be on September 16 and 17. That will be Saturday. It will start at 10 a.m. and will end at 6 p.m. And on Sunday, it will start at 2 p.m. until 5.30 p.m. We have everything. We have furnitures, collectibles, knickknacks, whatever. We have so much. We have so much stuff. The funds raised for this event will be for the expansion of this radio program and for the big conference we are planning in the Philippines and some other parts in the United States. It is going to be for a good cause. Besides, you'll be buying some good stuff. So bring your money, lots of money, and buy. The items that we sell, they are priced reasonably. Some of the items, especially the collectibles, were donated by some of our partners and members. Some items, we bought them. Me, Gail, and Divina, and Joshua. We buy some stuff. Okay? So it is for something. We're doing this as a business, but doing things God's way. So we're not asking for money or we're not asking you to buy a uh, $10 worth and uh, asking you to pay for $100 for it, okay? We have lots of bargains. And I have to address this, okay? For those of you that are listening to this, and I encountered this in previous months where we're doing some fundraising, some people 
few will show up on, on this fundraising events and they want some money. They want us to raise funds for their needs. And some want the items for free. This is a fundraising event for specific things. That's like for, this is for the prophetic voice of our time expansion and for our mission trip abroad. It is for a specific cause. So please don't show up if you're one of those people. There are a few of you. If you are one of those people, that my answer and the answer of the team will be no, okay? See, I asked the core team to volunteer. Most of them are working. Not only their volunteered hours, they donate some of the items. And even me, if I find something that I like there and the group, we pay for those items. So for those of you who have been supporting our fundraising events and are showing up, especially those couple who always show up and encourage that they have to buy something and, and at the same time encourage us, that means a lot to me and the team. It really encouraged me that you are there, you're praying for us, and you really want your best and whatever you can help either financially or moral support. Thank you for that. God bless you. Jesus also wants me to thank you, okay? And you know who you are. You always show up there, and what a welcome faces that we see, okay? So thank you. So come, buy, buy, and buy. Especially for those of you, I have been asking for several years now to sew your chains you know, your million dollar, thousands of dollar chains, and you have not obeyed God yet. So, but then again, it's your loss, not mine. Because all the time, if nobody will uh, sow a seed, God always bless this family and the core team. So it, I don't mind. If God will give me lots of money, I said, I don't mind financing, financing our initiatives myself. That is wonderful for me. But God wants to offer this opportunity so that he can bless you and bless you more and, uh, and bless you abundantly. But you have to be a cheerful giver, especially if you're, if you're finally writing that $1 million check or thousands of dollars, you have to be smiling, okay? Because God loves a cheerful giver. It is for a great cause because we finance and we focus in preaching the gospel in power and we offer discipleship and training and conferences to mature the body. God has an elaborate plan for your life. He has a great plan for the great state of Texas and for United States of America. We have to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And I will continue and touch some of the things or the message that we addressed last week. I have actually, I have so many things to share with you, so many things to tell you. In Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. That is the heart of God. God's plan does not distinguish based on the color of your skin, based on your education, gender, or social status. 
He searches the hearts. Remember Second Chronicles 69, For the eyes of the Lord reigns throughout the earth, seeking to strengthen those whose hearts are pure before him. We will always get strengthened. I get discouraged sometimes. Well, that's a surprise, right? I get discouraged sometimes, and uh, I got depressed, but only for a short while, because God is talking to me about plans and about the things that he wants to do. So in that case, my disappointments or discouragement disappear, because, because I knew that he got that. He has my back. And so he loves you as much as he loves me. He loves me as much as he loves his only begotten son. So why would I worry about anything else? Because if I lose something, God is going to restore things to me, double portion. So he is that. He is that good. So God does not distinguish based on the color of our skin. Because you know why? Because we were born. I was born with a brown skin. Some of you were born also with a brown skin, white skin, black skin. We have nothing to do with that. So we cannot look down on people or distinguish people or acknowledge them or demean them based on the color of their skin. It's just like if God does not distinguish based on the color of our skin or our education, then it should not be an issue to the body of Christ. We must focus on our Lord Jesus Christ. And when we have the love of God in our hearts, we will love his people also, no matter who they are. Like I said in the previous broadcast, I was born with a tan collar. I didn't have anything to do with that. So I just let it go. We did not have any choice. Okay? And God knows that. That's why it is needed for all of us to be born again. We all have the same DNA, Christ Jesus. And that's what we need to focus on. Okay? Instead of looking back, let us look forward. But at the same time, we need to address the body of Christ, especially the leaders, need to address the challenges that we're facing right now in this country. Let us make sure that we do not repeat the horrible things of the past. Every time I lead a tour in Israel, I always make sure that it's part of our schedule that everybody visit the Holocaust Museum. I want the American people, especially our children, to hear, to see for themselves, and to be reminded of the horror of the Holocaust and what happened so that we will not allow that to happen again. And I watch with my children movies or plays that remind us about the slavery that happened here in America. I want them to understand so that we don't have to repeat the same mistakes again. Having said that, also... I do not want our children to pay for the sins of their fathers. And a part of the anger and bitterness that is taking place, okay, no matter what color of skin you are, it's either there's pride or there is bitterness, unforgiveness, or anger from the past. And we know, we all know what Jesus says. Forgive so that my Father in heaven will forgive you also. 
and we know about pride, you're going to fall, right? You'll be humbled. So we all know that. And we need to remind ourselves that more often on what Jesus says. What is the requirement? Jesus said, if you love me, you obey my commands. What we see in the news, the hatred, the anger, should not exist to those who follow or who believe in our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there are wicked people in every color, in every culture, But I dare say that they are in minority all the time. I have friends that are black, white, brown, and I do not see or even hear any hatred coming from them or any pride because of the color of the skin. It is time for the body of Christ to remain united. If we focus on Jesus, racial divide will never be an issue among Christians. As a leader, let us stop propagating and promoting racial divide. Let us not remind people of what happened in the past, but instead, let's pick them up in the spirit and pray and encourage them to live for today and for tomorrow, not in the past. Our unifying force is Christ Jesus and our language is love, okay? Now, now that I address that, let us go back to the elaborate plan of God for our lives. The greatness of the season we are in. This is the theme of the upcoming conference because there is a need to share what God is saying to the church right now. And based on my personal experience, The greatness of the season that we're in right now, it's very exciting. I am finding that the Holy Spirit is so active in our lives. Even the mundane things we do, He wants to get involved. And once He is involved, supernatural manifestations take place. I am seeing visions more often now. God started speaking to me in dreams and visions again frequently. And more importantly, the Holy Spirit continues to teach me how to be sensitive to his voice so that I can talk to him face to face. Little things, even little things. But of course, when God tells you to do something that is so simple, it gets big and supernatural. For the manifestations of our heart's desire, Focus on Jesus. He is more than able. He is more than willing to see things through. Apply his ways of doing things. Learn to get to know him. Do not neglect the fellowship of the saints. Obey him. There's so much excitement in the air, my dear brothers and sisters, in spite of what is happening all around us. The Hurricane Harvey, which was meant for destruction, actually made us Texans stronger. The true hearts of Texas manifested. This is the heart of America. I am so proud to be a Texan. We will recover from this, and not only we will recover. If we continue to have a good heart, God will 
pay us double portion of what was lost. You can take that to the bank. He is that awesome. And also, I appreciate our political leaders. God bless them. They mobilized the people and they were proactive. I am so proud of them too. The transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence is manifesting daily. God is very active. If you don't understand the instruction from the Holy Spirit, if it doesn't compute in your mind, obey. He is leading you to a place where you'd never been before. Several years ago, there is a pastor from Pakistan who kept on bugging me to come to Pakistan. Well, I didn't want to. Pakistan is the last place on earth that I wanted to go. I did not have any desire. I don't even want to ask God if he wants me to go because I didn't want to go. But for several months, emails, phone calls continued. He mailed me an invitation. He sent me his photo so that I can recognize him. And besides, in those times, I did not have the money to go. And I asked the Lord, Lord, I know you. When you want me to go someplace, you always finance it. There is always the resources available. But the funds did not come. I have a few thousand dollars set aside for a mission trip. And, you know, it will take thousands of dollars. Because once you go to the mission field, you have a conference. Everything is paid. We paid for that. Okay? We sow those seeds. And I told, I mentioned it to the congregation. Money did not come. I mentioned it to the partners through the newsletters. Not even one sent money. So one night in our Wednesday prayer meeting, I told them that we will hear from God, and if God wants me to go, I will go, and I know he will provide the resources. And I was about ready to email this pastor to tell him that we don't have the resources to come. Instead, he called the following morning and told me that the whole congregation, the whole church started to fast for God to bring in the funds so that I can go. And in my prayer one evening, the Lord told me and said, Christina, they had been fasting and praying and asking me to send you. Why don't we go? And so it's like, okay. In the meantime, the funds, there were no funds there. And I felt led to apply from one of the airline companies a credit card. I was like, okay, if, if this is from you, Lord, and said, I'll go ahead and do it. In less than five minutes, I was told that I was approved and I can use the credit card to purchase my plane ticket, which I did. Okay. But Mike didn't want me to go. He was concerned about me. But he knew that if God will tell me to do something, that I will obey God. So he asked Divina to go. Well, Divina didn't have any money either. But one of the members called me that evening and said that uh, you can use my credit card for Divina's plane ticket, and uh, I'm going to go to the bank tomorrow morning, and I'll give you some cash. So to make the long story short, the funds were there, but Divina had to fly separately because the flight that I was booked in for that day is just like no more seats available. So she had to fly the next day. So I took that trip 35 hours. And you know what? When I came back, 
I got this letter from the airline company telling me that they're sorry that they cannot approve my application for credit. I said, I already used it, but they told me that it was disapproved. So, so I was just like, I, I don't know how they're going to explain this. So the manager called me and said, uh, I was just like, uh, I send you a letter, but you know, I said, I don't know what happened. So the Lord's hand is into that. So the funds came through and we were able to pay everything that are needed to get paid. And we are willing and we are obedient. And God moved supernaturally in Pakistan. In this season, I am sensing such excitement and anticipation in my spirit. I am getting ready. And whatever I can do in the meantime, I am doing them right now to prepare. Not just for this prophetic conference, but when God tells me to go and do something, that I'll be able to do them. So any chores, landscaping, or anything that I can do in the meantime, I'm doing them. At the same time, I'm preparing for the conference and for the other things that I am supposed to be doing and going, places where I'm supposed to be going. I'm scheduled to go to the Philippines to hold a prophetic conference there and last week of November and first part of December. So come help us. And go shopping in one of our fundraising events, okay? So if this prophetic conference, September 29th and 30th prophetic conference, is going to be held in the Philippines, and if we announce that seating is limited, the seating and the conference will get filled up in a matter of days, not weeks, but in a matter of days. That's how hungry the people are. In the Philippines. And we should here in United States, in Texas, we should be hungry for more of God. The prophetic conference is not about God telling you how anointed you are. You already know that you're anointed. This is prophecies that God had me released over the course of time, and now they're manifesting for this season. That's how great this season is. And he instructed me and the team to hold this so that we can share the things that we've been getting, the things that we've been receiving from the Holy Spirit, because God is awesome and God loves you and he wants you to be a part of this transfer of wealth, influence and affluence and other things. He wants to get the glory. He wants to show himself strong. I never forget the first prophetic school I held in the Philippines. The big conference room at the hotel was booked on that particular day of the prophetic conference. So instead of having a room that can hold as much as 1,000 people, we now have to limit the attendees to 150, and that will be a standing room only. That's how small that room is. There was a group of pastors from another province we were not able to get in. But after being there uh, during the pastor's conference and after seeing and experience what God did in that conference, they are so desperate for more, to learn more, and they wanted to attend the prophetic school. So they decided in faith, because they were already told that they cannot come in. They decided that they're going to take and travel by bus 
leaving at four o'clock in the morning so that they'll be there by seven o'clock in the hope that once we'll see them, we will take pity on them and we'll let them in. So that particular day, the Lord woke me up and asked me to speak to the manager and see the room again and see if we can do something to increase the number of people that can get in. And even the manager was thinking about it. So when I called him and said, oh, and says like, I was thinking about that, Pastor Chris, and said, so I'll meet you there. And they moved some furnitures and some equipments, and they were able to add a few more chairs. So these pastors from another province were able to come in, and God moved. And outside of the conference, there are about 20 to 30 people, mostly are employees of their hotel, and some of them just got saved from the previous conference. But they were so desperate, and God moved. If there is a hunger for those that will be attending this conference, God is going to move like you never experienced, heard, or seen before. There has to be a hunger from us because he always searches our heart. He always wanting that hunger for him. And I'm running out of time. So don't forget to register. Go to our website, www.sogmi.org. Again, it's www.sogmi.org. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.